Yeah. Birthday. It's your birthday. If I die, carry me inside uh, the Lewis style. Uh, they ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. No. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe. No. When I die, bury no. me inside the coach's style. No. When I die, bury no. me inside the Lewis style. She got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. Wrist moving, cooking to Ooh, what the fuck is up? Welcome to my podcast, the Constant State of Annoyance podcast. I am your host, George Blaha, and we're here kicking it out with fucking 2 Chainz' birthday song, Feet Kanye West. Fita should have been 2020 president of the United fucking States. The election was fucking stolen by fucking Kanye West, dude. But I love this song, dude. I love this song. Birthday song, dude. Especially that lyric. She got a big booty. So I call her big booty. I mean, shut the fuck up, dude. That's fucking... That is surreal, dude. 2 Chains is definitely, dude, one of the great, most talented voices that inspired a generation, dude. I mean, how do you not walk around, dude, seeing the world from a different perspective, from this completely inspired perspective, dude, you know? I mean, seriously, dude, 2 Chains lyrics makes me question, truly makes me question my own creativity, dude. It makes me analyze and look at myself and just see how can I expand? How could I become more than what I already am, dude? It truly does. It challenges me, dude. It challenges me because I. it, it truly makes me believe that I haven't reached my full potential, dude. You know? Not only that I only have, haven't reached my full potential, full, full potential, potential. Again, dude, with my fucking mouth failing, dude. I gotta check that out, dude. I gotta check that out. But it truly makes me Makes me analyze my full potential. Like, have I fucking made it? Have I done it, dude? Like, you know, here here I am. You know, because we compare ourselves to one another. But fucking two chains fucking sets the bar so high that I'm like, I can't I can't reach the bar, dude. I need a boost. I need a boost. <laughs> she got a big booty, so I got a big booty. That's not lazy lyricism, bro. That's minimalist, dude. <laughs> it's minimalist lyricism, dude. You're not seeing this guy's this guy that's an old song. This guy's been, you know, ahead of the curve all of these fucking years, dude. Remember when when all the logos of everything, you know, when they started making simpler logos for everything, you know? Like the Microsoft logo. Remember all the waves the Microsoft logo had and now it's just like simple just Four square minimalist design, dude. Same thing with lyricism, dude. Mumble rap is not like lazy rapping, dude. It's minimalist, dude. You know? It's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's what our generation does. <laughs> we don't try hard. What's the point? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But she got a big booty, so I call her big booty. I think it's, dude, it's just so simple, dude. So straight, cut and dry, dude. You know? He got a cleft palate, so I call him missing lip. I mean, it, it's that simple, dude, you know? She survived breast cancer, so I call her uni tit. I mean, I could do this shit all day. It's fucking... <laughs> it's fucking beautiful, bro. But I started with birthday song because I'm, I'm going to be a birthday boy, dude. 
I'm definitely going to be a birthday boy from here to, you know, three days, dude. Mark's uh, from here to three days from when I release this episode. Yeah. No bullshit. From when I release this episode to two days, December 4th is going to mark the 24th anniversary since I slid out of my mother's you know, me, the fucking product of, you know, the love of my mom and dad, dude, honestly, you know, yes, yes, oh, that explains it, he's a Sagittarius, I don't really think that matters, I don't really think it matters your zodiac sign, I think what's more important is the position that you're parents were fucking in when they conceived you. I think that says much more of who you are going to be as an individual as what, you know, what position the moon was, you know, when your when your parents met, you know. I think that's much more important. I think it also matters like when was the last time your father came before conceiving you, dude? Like, were you one of those, like, powerful spermicides, dude? Those elite Harvard spermicides, bro? Or were you, like, you know, those lazy, oh, I'm too afraid to come out of the ejaculation. Like, not a brave fucking spermicide, dude, you know? Because you know how you could just, like, you could, like, come once. And you're going to spaluge, dude, a ginormous load. But then you can immediately come again and you still have some load inside of you, dude. You know, some bottom of the barrel load. Like if, if you're like a bottom of and, and even when you come three times, dude, depending like, you know, when was the last time you came before then? You're still going to have some juice inside of you, bro. You're still going to have some juice inside of you, you know? So it's like if you're like the third load, dude, like that was the spermicide that conceived your mom, like, that's not a good deal for you, dude. Like, you you know, you were forced out of the testicles. You weren't, like, you know, on the head of the pack, ready to fucking go, dude. You know, in the fucking, in your marks, get set, go position, dude. Like, just waiting impatiently in front of the doorways into the tubage of your father's penis. That's not where you were, dude. You were fucking cowarding in the back, dude. Cowarding in the back, knowing that, you know, there's there's spermicides faster, stronger, smarter than you. Just cowarding in the back, bro. You know? That's not a good deal. That that matters more than, you know, what planets did the alignment of the planets when you were fucking, you know, stri- you know, stripped out of your mother's scar, you know, stripped out of your, your mom's belly because her, her vagina was too tight because, you know, your dad threatened to leave your mom if you loosened your mother's vagina, you know, <laughs> why ruin such a relic? It's the only thing keeping our keeping our marriage together, you know? That and and the fact that we're going to try, we're going to attempt to love you as a child, (laughs) you know, I think I was, I don't think I was like an elite sperm, you know, I don't think I was like in front of the line, I think I was like the second load for sure, dude, I was like, I think I was like as the spermicide that I was, you know, because let's be honest, I mean, I think, I don't know. Let me think this one through. I think that where does life begin? I mean, you know, fuck it. I'm going to be an extremist here. I mean, honestly, I believe that life begins when consciousness begins, you know? Let's be on. Let's be truly honest, dude. Like, 
people are like mortified about dead babies and it is a tragedy you know they are adorable but it's the same thing about dead puppies you know and it's the same thing about you know like i don't know fucking a, a, a baby chick dude like if you see someone if you see a video of someone stepping on a baby chick right that's gonna make and that's gonna create an emotional reaction to you you're going to cry watching this video of a baby chick getting just stomped by i don't know a neo-nazi dude let's just make it let's just make it full-on emotional dude he steps on a this neo-nazi steps on a baby chick and he goes heil hitler fuck chicks that was a jew i don't know it was a jewish chick he stepped on a chick with his fucking you know nazi boots with the red laces. He steps on a baby chick. And you watch this video. Someone sends it on a, on a WhatsApp group chat. And you fucking... And you cry. And you're like, oh my god. You're crying, dude. And But meanwhile, you're crying. You're going to clean your tears with a chicken nugget. You see what I mean? Like, you don't care that every day... Like... Millions upon millions of... I wonder how many chickens die every day. Is that a stat that I could Google? That's an interesting stat, dude. But you're going to be fucking, you know, cleaning your tears with a chicken nugget. And it you, like, you, it's not like you care about chickens. You just care because it's adorable. You know? I, I'm sorry, but the same things with a... Ba- like, baby, baby... I'm sorry. Babies don't have a consciousness. Babies didn't make friends. It is a tragedy, dude. It is a tragedy that, you know, you fucking stretched out your JJ. You did get emotionally attached to this fucking thing. But it's not like, again, this thing didn't pay taxes, so it's not like there's like less taxes for, again, fraud. Taxation is theft. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I'm not really into taxes. But if you're someone who believes in taxes, you're like, oh my God, that's like, if, if, if you really think about it, every time someone 18 and over dies, that is less money to fix potholes. If you truly believe in the mumbo jumbo that the government feeds you. Truly, truly. Every adult death is a tragedy. That's one less taxpayer. That's one less, you know, money that goes to public school funding. That's a tragedy. But a baby, like a baby, it didn't even walk, dude. It didn't even walk. It didn't even say a word, dude. It it didn't even say, mama, dada. It didn't even know how to replicate the noises of our culture. You know? That's not a tragedy, dude. Okay? A one-year-old with cancer, I'm sorry. Good riddance. Try again, dude. That's what you get for using bottom of the barrel sperm. That's <laughs> so terrible. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I just, it's sadder when a like eight-year-old dies, you know, because again, the more you know this kid, the more emotional bond you have with it. This kid actually has friends, dude. An eight-year-old actually has full-on conscious friends that every day they learn more about the world, dude. Imagine you being an eight-year-old, dude, and your best friend dying. That's a fucking tragedy, dude. Okay? Now, imagine you being a one-year-old and your best friend dying. If if you can even come with terms of a best friend, dude. (coughs) As a one-year-old, you haven't had enough friends to actually, you know have a best friend you haven't experienced enough people to pick and choose which what you like and dislike about people like how am i wrong i'm sorry how am i wrong (coughs) 
That's Corona for sure. That's Corona. But <coughs> fuck, man. I don't know. It's not a. Tra- I'm, I'm sorry. It's not a tragedy, dude. But that that's what I truly believe. But for you know, for the sake of a bit, I I'd say that like consciousness for sure starts in the balls. <laughs> Dude, I would totally start just for just for jokesies, just for jokesies. I would totally start like a pro-life campaign, but with like special rules, dude, that says life starts in the balls, you know, (laughs) just like some anti just like a for some reason bring together like no fap, but for like moralist moralist reasons and then like combine it with like pro-life dude (laughs) we're not just pro-life we are anti-fap dude every time you come you're committing full-on genocide dude those spermatoids are fucking conscious dude they're fucking conscious (laughs) oh fucking life juice dude that always gives me a couple of minutes on the pod but yeah dude it's my birthday i get a little i don't know I think a little bit too much when my birthday comes along. Like, I I, I ponder hard. I'm a hard ponderer. Oh, by the way, I was going to Google about the chickens. But I'm a hard ponderer. I don't want to forget the chickens. I'm a hard ponderer. I just, I don't know. I'm addicted to pondering, dude. I think one of the things that I love about marijuana is that it makes, it helps me, it helps me ponder in, like, the deepest means, dude. Like, I don't understand people who could, like, you know, people who get, I mean, obviously, you need to get high if you're, like, in a gang to, like, kill someone. Because I guess that's, like, a traumatizing event, you know? You killing someone for the first time or just... I mean, I guess you you kill someone... I guess when you, like, kill a lot of people several times, you know, you get used to it, I guess. You know, you get desensitized. But I guess that, like, the first, second, third time you go out, you know, on a drive-by, you're going to be high. So I don't understand people who like, especially in songs or in like in life, who like smoke weed and then they go and kill someone. Like I, I'm over ponderous, dude. On like I could not, you know, I couldn't do that, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't fucking, you know. I'm here pondering about life, how beautiful each and every moment is, and then I'm gonna fucking take that away from someone. Like what, what are you fucking doing, dude? So I'm, I'm very addicted to pondering, and when my birthday comes, I just, I just become totally unfunny, dude. And I start overly pondering. I start overly analyzing my year and, and my life in general, dude. You know? And yeah, like, at least, and I guess I'm grateful that I'm not some, like, bottom of the barrel spermicide. You know, I'm kind of like a middle of the barrel, you know, spermicide. Like, I definitely, like, when the first load happened, I just wasn't aware, dude. I was just, you know, I was chasing my tail. <laughs> and then I noticed, like, when all the other spermicides left, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I, I Fuck, I, I missed the first launch. Then the second launch happened, dude. I'm like, okay, no, I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus this time. And the second launch happened, and I made it, you know. I'm not an elite, but, you know, I'm um, I'm, I'm a wannabe. Like, I have the smarts, but I, I, I guess I'm just not, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm missing some things, dude, you know. I'm not as quick as I would like to be, <laughs> but I made it and I'm here and I don't know. I think I, I really think about my life and sometimes I, I, I truly realize that there's certain factors that I hated about the way I, I was brought up into the world that definitely in the long term served me. Definitely did. Like when I was a kid, I, I didn't have internet until I was like 18 years old, right? I didn't have internet 
um, I was raised by a single mother. So, you know, resources were scarce, very scarce. Um, so I didn't have enough resources to be showered in video games. I did play a lot of games. I did get a lot of gaming in as a kid, but I didn't, I did get my gaming in, but my mom didn't have enough money for internet. So I didn't get into online gaming. You know, I was an only child being raised by a single mother and I didn't get into online gaming. So I didn't get that social aspect. And also phones weren't, I I also had a very shitty phone plan, dude. Like I used to have these fucking phones where every time you sent a text, dude, you would receive a message by your phone provider that said, oh, you have 10 less cents in your account. You know, every fucking dude, every text message costed 10 cents. That's fucking wild, dude. You know, that's a fucking what? 10 cents. I think it's like what? 25 cents for like a, that's a fucking what is that? That, that, That's a, that's a postal stamp, dude. Like what the fuck? Every message, dude, you know? And if you want to send like media, dude, that was like 25 cents. So a nude dude, sending a nude would cost you (laughs) 25 cents, bro. Like no one was sending dick pics back then, dude. High rollers were sending fucking dick pics, dude. It would cost you, dude. It would cost you, you know? Fuck, I remember those days. So I was just always trapped in my house, dude. Um, I never had the freshest video games. I never got into online gaming. So I spent a lot of my time, you know, just in my head because that's just all I had, dude. I would I would take long showers before masturbating, of course. I started jerking off when I was like 13. So like before that, I would, ju- I would just take long showers and just ponder, dude, and just create these like... Even at 13, dude, I would create these, like, magical fucking worlds inside my mind. I would fucking, I would play with Legos a lot, dude. I would fucking, I would play with toys for a little bit, way too long. A little bit, way too long. Until I was 14. That's embarrassing. But I I, I gotta say, it's a miracle that I played with toys until I was 14 and lost my virginity when I was 19. So, like, five years after playing with toys... I lost my virginity. That's a pretty good fucking... Like, I am grateful <laughs> that I'm not an incel. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I think there's a lot of contributing factors into why I wasn't an incel. Like, I I look at my life, you know, and I, I, I could definitely see myself falling into inceldom. I could see myself if I would have had internet at an early age. If I would have had fast internet at an early age, dude, if I, if I would have had, I don't know, if I just would have been showered in screens and video games more, dude, I could see my, because I, I didn't have the father grow. I didn't have the father figure growing up. I didn't have, um, so, you know, I was kind of like a feminine kid. Like I, I just didn't have that mask. That was something I developed now. Masculinity, dude, you know, working out, trying to be my own person, trying to be my own guy. And I know this isn't funny, but it's just something that, you know, when this time of, when this time comes, I just over ponder like, you know, who I am and just, you know, reevaluate myself. And I would always complain about, you know, not having internet, not being able to play online, dude. But dude, online gaming would have fucking destroyed my existence, dude would have definitely made me an incel because again I was an only child I live in the middle of nowhere I never had like um I never had fucking neighbors that I could play with um my mom wouldn't take me 
to my friend's houses a lot because she had to meet them first, you know, because she was completely afraid that they were going to molest me, dude, that they were going to fool on Epstein me, dude. She was fucking... <laughs> my mom was very afraid, dude. My mom was overprotective of me, for sure, dude. My mom saw me and she's like, dude, I mean, any fucking pedophile would definitely be lucky to catch my little Georgie in his fucking van, dude. Like, to fucking stretch that tight, little, pretty cute butthole. Oh, my God. It would be so fucking lucky. <laughs> so, I was, like, overprotected, which that, I don't, I don't, I don't see how that serves me in right now. I think that was something that my parents fucked up in. My parent, singular, fucked up in. Um, because my dad died, if you don't know. My dad died when I was 14 years old of cancer. Lymphoma. I don't even know what a lymph node is, but he had cancer there. That sounds like a lie. Maybe he's still alive, dude. That would be, dude, that would be the best. That would be the most Shyamalan fucking twist, dude. If my fucking father was still alive, oh, that would be great, dude. Oh, man. The bit, the comedic bit that I would have, dude. Oh, dude. Dude, if I ever have a special, which, you know, the chances of that are very low. But if I ever have a, have a special, dude, I mean, dude, that's a great bit, dude. That is equally, well, is it as equally cool as Stanhope's bit, Doug Stanhope's bit of him assisting his mother to commit suicide? I don't know. You know, my father faking his death, dude, and then me finding out he's like 80. He's like 80 and alive, dude. <laughs> you know? I don't know. But my full point is that I, I know that, you know, again, I was isolated all my time. Like, I should have been an incel. Like, I, but again, if I had more money, my whole point is that, like, if, if my parents had more money, if I was raised with more money, I truly believe that I, I could have become an incel because I would be just consumed with video games. But I, I, I never got fully on consumed with video games because I only had single player experiences. In video games. I didn't have the social aspect that I so desperately wanted. I so, like, as a kid, I always wanted to desperately, you know, fit in. I so desperately wanted to, like, make friends no matter what. So I know that if I would have gone into, like, if I would have had internet and I would have had that social aspect with the video games, I think I, I still would have been trapped, dude, playing MOBAs, dude, playing fucking MMORPGs. That would have destroyed me. That would have full-on destroyed me, dude. You know, me desperately wanting to make friends and not knowing how. You know, and I struggled socially, like as a kid, because like looking like the way I look, like tiny little me, I was fat, dude. I was fat, no confidence, no masculinity inside of me. Oh, dude, it was tough. It was tough, dude. Growing up in San Lorenzo, dude, in a public school, dude, you know, trying to find myself. I have no real male role models to like imitate, to emulate, dude, you know. It's just, because that's what middle school is, dude. Everyone's just, like, emulating what their father's saying, not really knowing what that, what, you know, what the things that their father say means, dude. Just talking about cars, even though they're, like, you know, five years away from driving. And I'm, like, five years away from losing my virginity. <laughs> you know? It's fucking crazy. I don't know. I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful that I never got it. I never became an incel. And I think that if I would have had MMORPGs, dude, I would be a full-on neck beard never fucked weirdo you know but i'm just a fucking i'm a weirdo that you know gets a piece once in a while gets a little piece once in a while so i'm happy i'm really glad for who i am i'm really glad for i don't know i'm just grateful and i and i i'm just i look back in my life and i'm just grateful you know it could have been worse 
It could have definitely been worse, dude. I could have been, you know, I could have had, I don't know. I, I, it just, it just could, could, have, could have been worse, dude. Could have been worse. But speaking of incels, my whole point was, I want to, we should, when are we going to capitalize on incels, dude? Instead of like recoiling and disgust, dude, when we see them scratching their chins, dude, scratching their fucking neck beards and seeing all that dandruff float down into their tits, dude, instead of recoiling and disgust, why don't we help them, dude? Why doesn't someone make a full-on show, dude? Like a fucking incel makeover, dude. Pimp my incel, dude. We fucking... Fuck yeah, dude. We fucking teach them the way, dude. We fucking try to rehabilitate incels and we fucking record it, dude. I mean, we have my 600-pound life. Which, by the way, isn't it fucking sad that, like, you know, some... Some guy that just, you know, never had a present. Because I do have a soft spot for incels. Because, again, I kind of saw myself in there. You know, I lost my virginity a little bit too late. Not not that late. 19, I think it's a pretty okay age. But, you know. But, uh, again, I, I always felt, again, that's a little awkward to lose my virginity at that age. So, I was still, like, adjusting to, like, talking to women. So, I, I, I was always in this weird place, dude, when it came to, like, relationships. I was just socially awkward. I just grew up isolated from the world, basically, essentially. And then, you know, when college came in, I got, I had to just adjust. And I remember it being like a, a hard adjusting period, but I, I, I'm here and I'm glad that I'm here, dude. And again, also like my internet shit, by the way, I have garbage fucking internet, dude. Like I, 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 I never jerk off to HD porn, dude. You know, I might as well, I might as well always jerk off to just Japanese pornography because there's always pixels present, you know? You know, when I'm, when I'm pumping that dick, dude, there's always fucking pixels present when I'm, when I'm pumping one out, dude, you know, when I'm fucking discarding the elites from my testes for sure. But I don't know again, because I could always, and I see myself doing that, dude. Sometimes I see myself falling back into those patterns because my generation, my generation definitely, um, we were like showered. We, we fucking spent a lot of time in front of screens. And I feel like it's unhealthy. Like, like there's people, especially like the generations that are, that are going to come, they're going to spend more times in front of screens than they are like living in the real world. Like I started experiencing screens. I mean, I guess TV, but it's like constantly having a screen with you, dude. So like, these kids with iPads, like, think about it. They're never going to really, like, look at at the window of a car doing a raining day and just start, you know, in his head betting on which droplet is going to, like, you know, fall to the bottom of the, of the you know, of, of, the, of the car window before the other one. Like, he's not going to race rain droplets on a car window he's just staring he's just playing subway surfer bro like is that is that the way to go are kids going to be even more awkward i mean again look at incels dude look at i i have a soft spot for these people because i understand how you could get there you know somehow i reverse engineered my way out of that way of thinking and i just started to be more active in things and i've been i've been like i definitely um, I've been 14 days quarantined in my house because, um, someone around me had COVID. So out of the goodness of my heart, I had to, you know, I had to fucking 
I had to fucking Jesus Christ, I lost my train of thought. I had to fucking quarantine, dude. So I've I've been here for 14 days, and for seven days, I think I I did a good job at maintaining myself active, doing stuff. But then in day eight or nine, dude, I saw like being stuck in my house. I saw myself drifting, wanting to go back into that like, you know, and into that time in my life when I was 14, and all I did was like consume media. All I did was just stare at a screen and get that reward, dude. I was just staring at a screen, and I just felt empty inside. But I couldn't, st- I, like, I wasn't, I didn't even feel entertained. Like I was jumping from, and I, and I guess a lot of people doing quarantine probably felt this. I, I I was jumping from, from watching 20 minutes of a movie on Netflix, going fuck this, I'm bored, going on YouTube, watching a video and a half, going fuck this, I'm bored. Getting on TikTok, going, fuck this, I'm bored. Jumping back to the movie, going, why did I jump back? Just empty, dude. I, I felt just, I felt null, dude. I just felt just dim-witted. I just, and I couldn't stop scrolling. I couldn't stop browsing. And then it was fucking Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So I was just like, you know, flipping through items, dude. F- flipping through you know, kitchenware that was 33% off that I didn't need, just just scrolling, endlessly scrolling, just not even concentrating on a single thing, dude. And my mind just wanted to just, it, I couldn't stop myself, dude. And I, I was doing that for three days, dude, just empty inside. I felt horrible, you know? I was taking a bunch of naps. Like, I had this weird three-day depression where I was just constantly, I, I went back to, like, incel mode, dude. You know, I was just wasn't conscious. I was just... You know, screen after screen, just looking for meaning in screens, dude. You know, until one, I, one day I'm like, I can't do this anymore. So I just went outside, turned off my phone. I, I, I just, I, and I'm again grateful enough to be surrounded around nature. I live in the middle of nowhere, but I was, you know, I could just, you know, try to focus myself, try to fucking be, be focused, and just be in the present moment and just watch how. And this is, this is pretty, this is pretty. Of me definitely is, dude. Definitely is. It's a gay bomb, baby. But one thing that helped me for sure was just to to like focus on the present moment was just like watch the trees move in the wind and just like, okay, I'm here. I don't know what I've been doing for the for the past three dude, I wasted seventy two hours of my existence, dude. Just flipping through screens, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna get a good bargain on I'm gonna get a good bargain on Amazon on cookingware. I'm going to get a crock pot. Like, I don't need a crock. What the fuck am I doing, dude? Three days, dude, just flipping through screens, lying to myself. Ooh, maybe I should buy a bundle of PS3 games. I swear, I, I got into this weird mode of thinking, dude. I, I, I went back into my weird inso ways. Yeah, I'm going to waste my existence, dude, in front of shiny rectangles. Yep, that's how I... Do I really want to spend my days like that? Do I really want to spend my days, dude, rectangling around, dude, going, ooh, ah... In front of shiny rectangles, looking for fucking meaning in rectangles, dude. Really? Is that what I'm going to fucking do? Is that how I'm going to spend the rest of my life, dude? Am I really happy with with the, my position in, you know, in the hierarchy of, of life, of where I am right now, that I'm going to, you know, waste away my existence, dude? Dude, fucking clapping my my hands, dude. Going, ooh, ooh, ah, ah! Looking at screens, really novelty. Ooh, waste away my existence with digital novelty, dude. Fuck that, dude. But again, dude, the quarantine's kind of like making me go there, and I think it's making a lot of people go there too, dude. You know, there's definitely gonna be more incels when this shit's over, dude. And that's what I fear, dude. 
I, I fear more people going into this weird mindset where they just don't know how to be if there's not this fucking, you know, if they're not tripping on, on novelty on a, on a shiny rectangle. That just scares me, dude, because I've been there. And to take myself out of that took a lot, dude. But when I'm stuck in my house, I see myself wanting to go there, but I feel empty inside. When I do it, it feels gross and empty because I have something that I enjoy doing, which is being creative, which is like making videos, which is like, you know, just writing stuff down. But I do miss my friends and all that, dude. And this whole quarantine, I was quarantining quarantining for 14 days. And one thing that definitely helped, (laughs) one thing that definitely helped, bro, was fuck, was fucking listening to anti-masker COVID denier podcasts, dude. (laughs) It brings me so much joy. And I'm not saying that I believe that masks, I don't even know what to believe, dude. I'll I'll wear my mask if you ask me to, but there's this beautiful moment when you're like hanging out with someone. And I know this is like, you know, from the eyes of like the, of of someone who just, who just consumes, um, mainstream media it's completely irresponsible but it's it feels good when you're like with a friend that's like yeah you don't need to wear a mask in my car and you could just like be people in a car dude oh, beautiful gorgeous but dude anti-masking covid denying podcasts dude just make me zen as fuck dude and i'm not saying that they're right i'm not saying i agree i'm just saying it's nice to hear someone confidently say dude COVID is a fucking hoax of the government it's just fucking great dude someone confidently saying dude masks don't work dude it's just the elites making you want want to feel less humans dude that dude those are aren't you all because people get mad like oh my god he's, he's a conspiracy theorist that guy's a he's lying he's a conspiracy theorist and he's just he's just poisoning the well of information with lies but like how do you know that the mainstream media isn't doing that dude how do you know? Like, seriously. Like, if you really think about it, think about it. I'm not saying that I believe in this. I'm just saying play with the variables and come to your own conclusions. Listen to the wide spectrum of information out there and just, you know, just look at the data and be like, ah, I guess this makes sense, but this also makes Because we don't know. At the end of the day, we don't know, dude. We're overly showered with fucking info. Info, disinfo, whatever the fuck, dude, whether it's from the Russians, whether whether it's from the US government, that it's impossible to actually form a real conclusion, dude. I don't know, I don't know you guys, but it freaks me out. It honestly freaks me out that no matter what you Google, there are articles backing that up. You know? And back in the day, in the good old days of Google, you could like Google conspiracy theory and you can just go down a rabbit hole. And why can't I go down a rabbit hole? Like as as someone who's just like, I just want to see what the other side sees. And for my own, maybe they're right. And I don't like the whole suppression of fucking information, you know? But now when you Google like conspiracy theories in in Google, like there's a bunch of articles disproving it. But then how do I know that that's right? That's the truth. So what? You're putting your whole trust in Google? You're putting your whole trust on like the mainstream media, dude? Like how do you know that they're proper guys? Pro- Propagandizing? Propag- I can't even. Dude, again, don't listen to me. I'm, I'm, I don't know how to pronounce words. But how do you know that's not propaganda, what they're feeding you? You know what I mean? And, but I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying that I believe in that. I'm just saying it's nice to hear someone confidently say, just 
COVID is is a fucking farce. It isn't real. You don't need to worry. And that just makes me, it just, in that moment where I'm listening to that, listen to someone confidently say that, dude, you know, just feeding out, feeding off their confidence, dude, just fucking submitting myself to their alphaness in that moment. It just feels good, dude. It's Zen, dude. Those are good fucking vibes, bro. Sweet vibes, bro. Sweet vibes, bro. COVID isn't real, dude. Oh, butter me up, bro. Butter me the fuck up, dude. I feel like a fucking, when I hear that, dude, I feel like a fucking chick that, you know, you know when when guys that don't have personality just, you know, will say anything that they have to say to get in a chick's pants, dude. Dude, if you come to me and you confidently tell me, dude, and you have your sources, dude, whatever your sources are, whether I believe in them or not, but, but you have your sources and you sound smart enough, dude. And you're saying how COVID is a complete fucking farce to just like, you know, rob us of the little freedom that we have. Oh, bro. Oh, you could get in my fucking pants, bro. And I'm again, again, it's like telling uh, an ugly chick that she's, that she's pretty because you want to get in her pants. Lie to me. I like to lie. It feels good. I don't care. I don't care. In that moment, it's like, yes, we're not in a pandemic. Life isn't that bad. It's just the government. Goofy government, dude. Just give me the good vibes. Aren't you all about good vibes, dude? I just want good vibes, you know? You don't want real vibes. I just want good vibes. I just want vibes that make me feel good. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. That makes me... That that brings me good vibes, dude. Someone's confidently saying we're not in a pandemic. It's all bullshit, you know? It's just the government making it up, inflating the numbers. COVID cases, dude, they're fucking inflated. Whether that's true or not, I don't fucking know. But it feels good to listen to, dude. It feels good to listen to something different than, oh, it's the end of the world. We're going to be in lockdowns for fucking three more years, even if we have the va- even if we have the fucking vaccines. And everyone's going to turn into a fucking incel when all this is fucking blown over. You know, there's going to be the Great Reset, whatever the fuck that means. I haven't researched that shit yet. There's going to be a, be a great economical reset where you're not going to own anything. And the fucking elites are, and the elites are going to take everything that they're going, you know, all, all of the little ownerships that you have no one's gonna own a car it's gonna go to shit like i don't i just whatever dude i don't know if that's real or not dude but again at least it's not a pandemic at least it makes me confidently kiss my gam gam on the cheeks i haven't kissed my gam gam in years (laughs) oh dude there's no way i'm on that will (laughs) now that i think about it but it gives me good vibes dude it gives me, dude, Alex Jones is good vibes. Why are you banning Alex Jones, dude? You know, truly. I'd rather believe that the government is just evil, that they're actually planning this, and and, and they're not just like inept. They're not, <laughs> you know, they're not like, oh, we're making a mistake, you know? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I like, the, it gives me good vibes, dude. It gives me good vibes. Sweet vibes, raw. Sweet fucking sweet delicious vibes. Anyways, let me look for the inspirational quote of the week. But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is... Stick with the people who pull the magic out of you and not the madness. This is a Pinterest 
quote, it's very beautiful, dude. Stick with the people who pull the magic out of you. That's why I like listening to conspiracy radio. I may already listen to conspiracy podcasts, but I've been listening to like far out, dude, COVID denying, you know, fat masks don't work fucking, you know, conspiracy podcasts because it just makes me happy, dude. It just, it pulls the magic out of me. It brings the positivity. I'm not saying I'm going to put that into the world. I'm just saying it. It tickles me, dude. It gives me a little magical spark, a little tickly too, dude. But yeah, stick with the people who pull the magic out of you and not the madness. In other words, you could like misinterpret this quote by saying, stick the people who pull the magic out of you, um, your spermicoids, the magic juice, and not the madness. So if someone's not fucking with you, if someone's not fucking you, dude, don't hang out with them, dude. Only have friends that you fuck. That's definitely like a bisexual thing, dude. If you're like, a bisexual, um, what's that called? What's that? Oh, if you're a bisexual nympho, dude, this is a quote that you could def- definitely misinterpret. And by the way, before I forget, I didn't forget the amount of chickens that die. The amount of fucking chickens that die worldwide, by the way, I found this. The amount of chickens that die worldwide is... 178 million chickens die every fucking day, dude. And you're going to cry over some baby chick that got stomped on a video by a neo-Nazi? Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Dude, if Hitler hated chickens instead of Jews, he would be a happier man, dude. Nazis were just people who hated chickens. That explains the context of the scenario that I presented in the video. That, that, that I presented, you know, when you watch that video of a chick getting stepped on. Like, you're only crying because it's cute. That's all. That's the only reason you're crying. Not because you care about chickens. <laughs> That's a lot of chickens, dude. Dude, hi- dude. again, Hitler would be proud if he hated chickens. But anyways. Ooh, it, bro. That's the podcast, motherfuckers. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Wish me a happy birthday, dude. Give me some engagement on social media. Give me some notifications to trip on, dude. You know? Fuck it. <laughs> Take me out of this reality and make my phone vibrate. But anyways, if you enjoyed this podcast, please recommend it to a friend. That helps the podcast a lot. Hey, that's a nice birthday present. You want a better birthday present? Rate the podcast on iTunes. That helps the podcast a lot. If you really enjoyed this, please. And to anyone, dude, who's listening to this, thank you very much. I put a lot of love and passion to this, so thank you. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out. How you doing, huh? It's my birthday, I deserve to be greedy, huh? She holding now, she ain't giving to the needy, huh? You go downstairs and fall asleep with the TV on. Y'all been together 10 years, you deserve a menage. Especially if you put that BMW in her garage. Especially if you paid a couple payments on her mama crib. Went to her niece's graduation, man, I hate those kids. Last birthday, she got you a new sweater. Put it on, give her a kiss, and tell her do better. She said, how about I get you jewelry from the West End? How about she hit the West End and get a best friend? <laughs> I'm 
joking, I'm just serious. I asked her, don't be acting like no actress. If we preaching, then we practice. Don't be reaching, don't be touching shit. We and Kanye West Benz, cause I will turn you back to a pedestrian. And they ask me what I do and who I do it wow. And how I come up with this shit up in the studio. Wow. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. When I die, bury me inside the Gucci style. When I die, bury me inside the Louis style. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. All I want for my birthday is a big booty house. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Bad bitch contest. You in first place. You in first place. You in first place. Bad bitch contest.